This episode is brought to you by Communications Training for Coffee Teams, a new Mapper Forward workshop tailored to get your team communicating more confidently to improve general mental health as well as business profitability. Click the link in the show notes for further details. Welcome to the Daily Coffee Pro by Mapper Forward, friends. I'm your host, Lee Safar, and I am joined by Melissa Urtuswastigi, who is based in Dubai. Melissa is a branding and consumer behavior specialist. Um, and we are talking about today marketing funnels. So, Melissa, what is a marketing funnel? So it's the, the um, funnel, right? <laughs> so it goes from <laughs> a V shape to... for anyone who's listening exactly. and watching. <laughs> so you put the consumer here, uh-huh. and you help and go through the funnel, right? Right. <laughs> Until you, yeah. The funnel is all the um, tools that you have available to you mm-hmm. to help your consumer reach to you and keep it. You know, the the bottle of the funnel is a loyalty customer. Right. You have a- awareness on top. They don't know that you exist. You you need to make yourself uh a, the, you need to make their, yourself known. So awareness is the first step. You need to, and then you have some tools to create this. Use mm-hmm. your social media. That's easiest, the, the cost-effective solution. Social media campaigns, organic or paid, but then you make yourself aware. Then consideration, right? They know you exist. Now they need to think that they want to try your products, go mm-hmm. to your cafe. For these, you have different tools. Use influencers, email marketing, this is happening this month. We have this special drop. We're hosting this event. We're celebrating something. So you send messages to let them think that they can celebrate their anniversary there with you mm-hmm. or propose. That's consideration, right? I want to go there. I want to buy that product. Then uh, the other part of the funnel is the trial or sampling in this case. And this is for me the most important part. I didn't know specialty coffee until I came to Dubai. I've traveled the world. I've been in six, uh, 59 countries and I've never heard about specialty coffee until eight months ago in Dubai. Wow. So the awareness, where's the awareness of specialty coffee as an industry, right? It's not there. And I put myself up an example because I'm a foodie. I'm curious when I visit countries, I try to go to the local places where the local people go. Mm-hmm. Never, never. I was never exposed before uh, a year, let's say, in in Dubai. I so there's something there. Yeah, yeah. I want to. I want to drill down on this if that's okay. Um, yeah. again, folks, if you're a regular listener of the podcast, I'm sorry, but I'm going to talk about it again. I, I have this deep belief that coffee has a branding problem. Hmm. And the reason I say that is because the word coffee is used ubiquitously to describe many different things and what people, it's almost like the term coffee is subjective, right? Mm-hmm. Like a coffee in a 7-Eleven and a coffee that costs $150 a cup from Proud Mary's, both of those things are considered coffee. Mm-hmm. Coffee seems to be suffering from a branding problem. And so too is specialty coffee because people don't understand what that word means if they've ever heard of it before. Would you agree Mm -hmm. with all of that? Yes. I think coffee is a category. 
-hmm. and then you have subcategories or different lines right right for me specialties it's a different line separate from normal coffee what's normal now, coffee in, to in you commercial coffee like instant coffee or any coffee you will have on a fried through or even even now now that i'm into specialty coffee even Nespresso, it's now a, for me, commercial coffee for the masses, right? Specialty is different. But you are now a specialty coffee consumer. Yes. But for the general population, those who can either not afford to drink specialty coffee or haven't been exposed to it will tell you that the coffee that they're drinking is their specialty coffee. Oh, yeah. And they believe if they buy this... Um, origin sustainable or fair trade coffee they think this coffee is better right people don't understand the processes the different brewing methods we don't know about these things you just know that coffee is better or, or worse and the price might indicate if it's good or bad or it's special or not but people don't, don't like normal general population don't know about the Nope. Arabic and Robusta. This information is not uh, massive yet. It's, it's not, not being communicated, right? It's not being communicated, yeah. And so, so I, we, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, I just want to connect. Why are we talking about this? I was yep. talking about sampling, sampling. Yep. Like a customer being exposed to the product, to the specialty coffee, I guarantee there's no going back. Yeah. So I can As a muggle. I try it. As a muggle, there's no going back. There's no going back. Like I can't drink any other coffee now. I suffer. Except Once like you try it. Well, well, there's different. That that's the beauty of of coffee, right? Like different palates. People like different mm -hmm. things. I have a friend of mine. Shout out to you, beautiful Angelo. Um, we have had coffee in a number of different places, and I remember the first time we met in San Diego. He said to me. I said to him, like, let's go have a coffee. He said, mm, I'm going to pick the place. And I said to him, but like I'm in the coffee industry, don't you want me to pick the place? Like a asshole, uh, you know. And he said, mm, I don't like specialty coffee. I went, what? Yeah. What do you mean? And he said, mm, specialty coffee tastes sour. Like I don't like sour coffee. And I'm like, oh, tell me more. Like he said, well, it just, it's so sour and so is the service. Usually when you go into a specialty coffee shop, the flavor matches the way that people make you feel. <laughs> oh, and my heart sank. And, but he, that's his experience, the right? perception. It's his perception. Yeah. So I said to him, but so you like commercial coffee? And he said to me, no. He okay. said, this is my specialty coffee. You guys call what you do specialty coffee, but how come what I'm drinking isn't specialty coffee? Hmm. For me, that is what specialty coffee is. It's it's delivers on exactly what I want from the cup. I may be drinking Italy coffee and it may be really dark roasted, but it delivers every single time. Yeah, He's not wrong. Maybe. He's not mm -hmm. wrong, right? Like the, mm -hmm. the term specialty coffee seems to be something that is subjective as well mm -hmm. as the term coffee. Mm -hmm. So what I want to ask you now 
is Mm -hmm. with all of these words that you've been, that you were just talking about uh, sustainability and origin and, and all these kinds of things, given that the consumer seems to be so disconnected from what we are trying to do in specialty coffee, are those terms like the hook that brings the consumer into the sales, the, the marketing funnel? Like these are the terms that tell me. I'm laughing. Depends on the country. <laughs> right. <laughs> Europe, Europe, Europeans, the West do care about these things. Mm-hmm. And I read a lot of reports, especially Gen Z. They're very concerned about, about the environment, you know, the mm-hmm. footprint. So they will care about these things. Yeah. If you go to Asia or Middle East, not so much. People want quality. People want service. People want, you know, experience. Exclusive. exclusive experience and exclusivity exclusive things so that's so what hooks them into the marketing funnel like you going out there and saying we've got an, a hawaiian gesha that's not available anywhere else that's something that brings somebody into a marketing funnel in the middle east for example yes probably in latin america no because they can't afford probably right. they not many people will be able to afford this kind of coffee so that's not a hook for them so right. it depends, it depends on the market and we're a global market now. Like, thank you to social media. Everything we do, it's exposed to the entire uh, mm. world, right? So you just need to understand who you want to reach to. Mm. Awesome. If somebody wants to start approaching creating a marketing mm-hmm. funnel, where do they start? Mm-hmm. The tools that they have available. Tell Normally a small cafe. Normally, a small cafe won't have a full marketing team, mm-hmm. but they they can uh, they can manage social media. They can create content. You know, they can put in place some activations. Explain activations for people who don't yeah. know what that means. Uh, yeah, activation is uh, you create a specific action to attract people, and normally it's experience something that the consumer is a part of. So let's use, for example, uh, a public cupping. For example, yeah. Okay. So how, know, how would you do that? Re- Go ahead. Remember that, that we're talking about people want to feel emotions and you, mm-hmm. you want to connect. And the best way for people to remember your brand is tackling into your emotions. Mm-hmm. I, I, I have this case study I remember uh, when I was working in music. Uh, we were creating activations in a mall and we had a very famous DJ going there to play and he's super famous and people some people will come some others will go you know the 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 outcome was not that good mm-hmm. the next week we invited people to come and mix with the dj boom we wow Pe- people want to be a part of the experience a part of the product a part of the company a part of the brand People want to be in the center. So with the tools that you have, with the resources that you have, with the community that you have around you, create experiences and activations when your consumers are a part of the business. Copying, teach them teach them how to brew, give them some tricks, you know, they will come back. They will remember you. You can't better anything than what you just said. Like that's the end of the episode. 
It's just, yes, she just tipped her hat. I mean, that's such important information and and a, a really great way for people to start thinking about how can I get beyond what I normally do every day so that I can really draw somebody in that's going to make them feel important. And once that you have you have them in the activation, then you use social media to communicate, to tell the story. This happened and you encourage them to be your your advocates. Hey, please share your pictures, tag us, you know. Mm. We call that user-generated content. Mm -hmm. So you create the skews for people to come to your cafe, the cupping. You take pictures, you ask them to take pictures, to upload them, to tag you. So they are creating the content for you to, to, to to, to expose your business, your brand, and enhance the awareness. So you're tackling different areas of the funnel. Remember, yeah, we were talking amazing. about awareness, consideration, right? Which and sets us up sampling. Yeah, and we, we, I want to go back with sampling. Please, yeah, please go, go out, go out in the street and give people a, a sip of specialty coffee. We'll be helping them. We have a mutual friend, um, mm-hmm. Ale Al-Fahed mm-hmm. from Kuwait. He does mm-hmm. this really fantastic thing. Hi, Ali. Hi, Ali. <laughs> we miss you, Ali. Um, but he does this really amazing thing uh, at uh, Earth Roastery. Uh, what they do is they, every customers who buy a beverage that has sugar in it from their specialty cafes, they give mm-hmm. them a, a cup of uh, black coffee. And sugar. Mm-hmm. And with no sugar. And the whole point mm-hmm. of that is that they're playing the long game. They know that if we want to convert people to specialty coffee drinkers, we're not. We're going to start where they are and we're mm-hmm. just going to uh, introduce them to the opportunity to experience another beverage while they're experiencing their beverage. It's super smart. It's genius. It's genius. But we're not surprised. It's Ali. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I must say like I'm a specialty uh, coffee drinker now but I still I don't use sugar anymore but I still choose the coffees that are more sweet because right. I am who I am you know I can't I can't just forget 25 years <laughs> of yeah, drinking keep going. coffee <laughs> I'm not gonna say my age right? I can't just disregard my entire history with coffee right and shift immediately no, it's a journey to, to yeah, exactly. To acidity and all these things. No, so it's a journey. Like yeah, steak, I used to eat it very well done. Now it's almost like suffering in my plate, right? I can see the blood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's also the journey that the coffee drinkers needs to 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 have. Yeah. Beautiful. In the next episode, folks, we're going to talk about content types for social media. And I know this is this is one of those subjects that a lot of people stress over because they get to a certain point and they're like, I have no idea what else I should post about. And I, I know, I know that feeling from having Elixir specialty coffee. It's like, how many different ways can you photo, can, can you take photos yeah. and present this the cute same. little bottle? Like, right. So, and people are like, well, I've photographed flat whites and long blacks and filter coffee and V60s and all my stuff and the pretty walls that I've got for Instagram. And we've been doing that for two years and now I don't know what I need to do. So we're going to talk about content types for social media in the next episode, folks. Thank you, Melissa. Thank Peace, you. love and peanut butter, folks. Have an amazing rest of your day.
Thanks for tuning in, friends. There are two ways you can support this podcast. Firstly, become a paid member of our YouTube channel. Secondly, you can join our Patreon for as little as $3 a month. Both have options for exclusive ad-free content and early release content. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. The Daily Coffee Pro is produced by Map It Forward and the music you're listening to is called Run 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 off of my album Laundry After Midnight. To get older episodes of this podcast, as well as more information on Map It Forward, head to mapitforward.coffee. You can find links and more information in the show notes below.